0: If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I am super excited because we've got a absolute rock star on the line this week, all the way from Scottsdale, Arizona. Probably the first guest from Arizona we've, we've ever um, had on here. So a little bit about uh, this man. He's the owner of Pulse Fitness in Scottsdale, Arizona, which I hmm. believe has been operating for something like 12 years, it, almost older than me. This man's been running a gym for about the same age that I've been alive for. On top of that, he's the CEO at ProFit Solutions, where in a nutshell, they help gym owners win, where they systemize, well, um, that business helps gym owners systemize their businesses, so the train so the owner can stop working in the business, more working on the business, and I believe they've helped something like over 750 gym owners do that. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mr. Tim Lyons Jr. Tim, how are you?
1: I'm great, Jono. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate we can finally sync up. Even though Facebook is down right now, we were able to, to book this ahead of time. So very cool
0: yeah 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 it was lucky lucky and a shame i really wanted to stream this one on facebook because i think it is it is a good topic but it is what it is right um tim i like to start my podcast off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up have you got one for us you know like an einstein one or one of those really complicated old school ones that are very popular what's what's yours
1: You know, it's very, it's interesting. Um, You know, you kind of said it early, we help gym owners win. And, you know, that's what drives me. Every decision I make in the business that I do for profit it's how can I help the gym owners win? I'm in the, I'm in the seat, just like everybody else. I'm in the battlegrounds. I I operate the facility and I, and I'm, and I know firsthand some of the struggles that could happen. So uh, we just need somebody else that's, that's rooting for us, for the gym owners. So we help gym owners win is something that, I look at it every day. It's on my desktop computer here, and I, I look at it, and I that's what drives me.
0: Love it. And that, that's one thing I respect about you as well. You touched on there. Not only do you help gym owners, you've also got the gym yourself. And I think sure. that's it's, it's an important side of things. It's not, hey, this is what you should do. Hey, here's what I'm doing that's currently working. Try this thing here. So I, I love that. Um, Interesting topic today, Tim, Black Friday, obviously a yeah. huge thing over there in the States, in Australia, it's it's an interesting one, right? We see it on TV all the time, New York City, Macy's, you know, all these people, all this money. Uh, it never used to be a thing in Australia. But just recently, it started to creep in. I've seen more and more businesses do it, especially the more sophisticated ones, and especially in the the cities like Sydney and and Melbourne, those big cities. So I'm predicting that it is going to be a thing in Australia. Every year, a few more businesses, a few more businesses, a few more businesses. And before you know it, it's a thing like Halloween. Halloween never used to be a thing in Australia. Now it's a thing where every year it just went a little bit more. So what I'd like to start with, Tim, is can you just paint the picture for us of what Black Friday is like in the fitness industry in the USA at the moment? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we, we don't realize that some of the stuff that we do here doesn't affect the, the rest of the world. And I know we kind of live in our own bubble a lot of times, but I've been to Australia. I've been there probably half a dozen times. Ooh. And it's interesting when you're watching the news, it's a lot of the American news, what's going on with our politics, what's going on with our you know economy and everything else. Uh, Black Friday got its name because this was the one event that retailers would use to get their business out of the red and into the black for the end of the year. Their last chance if they're running a negative. This, this one event could turn the entire business from negative into a profit, from a loss to a profit. And it you know it coined the name Black Friday because that's on a P&L. You see it red and then it changes to black when you're positive. So that's where it got the name um, retailers, that was, the, that's where it started. So the retailers, like you're saying, Macy's, uh, you know, the shopping, you know, the toys companies, they all ran these, these sales, especially electronics companies they run these mm-hmm. sales to get people in the door, usually with these gigantic discounts for things that, you know, would normally be X. Now it's 50% off 60%. I've see, I've even seen 90% off, mm-hmm. uh, offers just to get people in the doors, Uh, However, I don't recommend that at all for gym owners to mark your stuff down Mm -hmm. that much or at all, to be honest with you, for Black Friday. We've got a whole strategy in place that we've been running here for seven years. We've been teaching it for four. And this year is going to be probably our biggest campaign uh, yet. And we don't discount our prices, which is really hard to understand when most of the Black Friday stuff you see, there's these massive discounts. We don't do that. We don't believe in that. Our margins are tight enough as it is. Let's not give it away. So Love that's it. that's kind of the history of it.
0: And just so I can get my head around it, I know your system, you're saying, you know, don't discount. The other gyms over there in the States, when there is a Black Friday, is it like common for a gym to discount their services? Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Now, one thing you have to understand, and if you know anything about retail, there's things called lost leaders. There's products mm. that they price solo, just to get the people in the door. And then they buy other things to make up the difference. Now in fitness, there's a little of that. Um, I think maybe with your big box organizations with lower price memberships anyway, to get people in the gym, just to then turn them into higher buying, you know, personal training clients, that makes sense for them. But for the training gyms, the ones that we speak to the guys that are running training operations, studios, things like that, we can't discount our rates. So there's a lot of other tactics and tricks that we can do to make these deals so appealing that people are literally whipping their credit card out, popping the information online, buying things from their computer, services from your, and then you're sitting at home with your family over a vacation and you call it a holiday and the money's rolling in. And that's the best feeling in the world when you can get that right. Love it.
0: Now we'll dive into that just before we do for everyone listening. Tim has a program that covers this specifically. So you've got a couple options. He's running a webinar this week, or depending when you're listening to this, but he's going to be running a webinar sort of mid-October, which will go into more detail on what we're speaking about on the podcast. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, Jump on there and check that out. If you're listening to this episode after those have come out or maybe the time zones don't work or or whatever it may be, um, Tim does have a paid program as well where he'll cover it in even more detail still. I'll put that link down in the show notes too. So you can check out both of them, see the free webinar. If you're interested, great. Or if you're like, hey, this is good, give me this program. You can go straight to the the paid program as well. Um, So let's dive into it, Tim. I believe you got five tips without using any ads. Is that right?
1: Yeah, well, it's great because uh, guess what? Facebook went down this morning. Mm. Um, It it went down about 8 o'clock AM our time. So probably a little bit overnight for you. Yeah. Um and I and I watched this uh this website called Down Detector and it tells you when the when the different websites are down and it was when I first got on there was like 15 reports and the last time I looked it was like 190,000 reports of Facebook being down and I'm sure it's in the hundreds and hundreds of thousands now. So the thing about Black Friday in the states and most likely anywhere else this is the time of year where most retailers are dumping their marketing budget into paid advertising, uh, and these are companies that have hundreds of millions of dollars to spend. Uh, we don't want to be there. We don't want to compete with Facebook, uh, at least on the CRM, right? The CRM is, ours, I'm sorry, CPM is the cost per 1,000 views. When there's a lot of uh, demand, the CPM goes up, so it makes you pay or really spend more just to get your ads out there. So we stay away from running paid traffic on Black Friday. We stick to old school email marketing, text message marketing, and voicemail marketing. So that's the very first thing. We don't want to be playing in the same sandbox as these mega retailers that are, have unlimited budgets. We're not going to beat them. So let's not even try it. You're going to waste money. So that kind of sets the stage for, okay, we're going to be doing a lot of email marketing and a lot of, like say, text message marketing. If you don't have a list to send to, you're kind of up the river here because you got to own your list or else you're going to have to pay to play. So all year long, and it's not too late to even get started. Now, you should have been collecting contacts, emails through all your marketing. So I know a lot of times when we think about marketing is to get the sale, it's to get people in the door. That's step two. Step one is get the lead. Once you get the lead, you own the traffic. When you can own the traffic, you can turn around and fire off campaigns for zero. And in case in point today, Facebook's down. You can't. You, if you don't own your own traffic at this point, you're playing with Mark Zuckerberg. He's decided, or whoever hacked him, or whatever. You can't even. You can't even get traffic. So, if all your eggs are in that basket, that's this could, This could be a good wake up call for a lot of folks out there that don't have a list that don't have any way to market without paying or having a social media presence because you don't own that. You don't own it. So uh, that's where we stick to. We, we run all of our, ad all of our marketing through email. So one of the big things that we like to do or which we have done that's that we cover in, de- in detail in, in our uh, workshop is we have to have some type of build up sequence, something that lets the, your list know You're working on something and you want to hear from them what they want to see in a Black Friday offer. When you say Black Friday offer to people out here, their antenna goes up. I'm right. They're they're already conditioned to buy. It's just in their DNA. They're so used to buying stuff on Black Friday in, in the U.S. at least that you tease them. You get them involved. You get them some conversation back and forth. You get their buy in because. There's a thing called reciprocation where people give you an idea. You use their idea. They almost feel obligated to even buy it. So that's the first trick, second trick, really. Not even a trick. To be honest with you, you really do want their information. If you're if you're planning on an offer an X and they don't want X, they want Y, well, better find out ahead of time or else you're going to throw your offer out there and people aren't going to buy it anyway. So it's, it's pointless not to ask them. So you get some conversation. Black Friday and any flash sale, because in, in essence, this is a flash sale. And for those of you who don't know what a flash sale is, it's like a, a, a short period for something to buy and then it runs out and it expires. And we, we play the same game. This is a flash sale. With any flash sale, you have to get by it and you have to have hype. So we have a giant, we have probably a week worth of, of promotions or really build up to get people ready as to what you're going to offer And you thank them, you ask them, you thank them, then you tell them, kind of tease when this this sale is gonna be live, okay? So that's called open cart. Open cart comes, we send out a slew of blasted emails and let people know the cart's open. We send their traffic to a landing page. For those of you who don't know what a landing page, you could have one on your website, but basically its sole purpose is to direct people into a single action. And for us, it's to opt in. It's to opt in because guess what? We want to know who's looking at our our offers and we want to put them into what we call an abandoned cart sequences if they don't buy. Something like, it it is, it's 85% of all e-commerce traffic abandons the cart once they're presented with an order form, okay? So if you don't have their contact information at that point, if you don't have them opted in, you don't know who they they were or who's even interested at that point. You can see if they click, but if they're not interested, they're just going to bounce anyway. So we got to collect some information. That's the kind of a, a, the next step. The next thing we do then is we offer, typically, three opportunities to purchase. We, we you know, we go with the good, better, best model. When we're running our offers for Black Friday, we want to have kind of three different price points, and they grow upon each other. For Black Friday, we want to hit a home run. We go for a home run the very right off the jump. Again, there, I just was looking at some research. Actually, there was a. Uh, a statistic that says 78% of purchasers for Black Friday are, are willing and expecting to spend a significantly quote unquote, significantly higher amount on Black Friday than any other time during the year. So why not give them something big to purchase? Cause they're already conditioned to do so. So we go for our highest packages and they could be anywhere from, you know, some gyms run 3000, 4,000, dollars $6,000 U S um, and I, I don't know what that is in Australia right now. it's just, so, ten. Okay. So something like $10,000 Australian offer for the biggest product, then usually cut it in half in the middle. And then you do that in half. So maybe, maybe, maybe you go one, $1 fifteen hundred, three thousand, six thousand, 3000, 6000, something like that. That's a pretty good, good, better, best. Um, and a lot of times what we'll do not to give away all the secret sauce, but we'll give them, December for free, their contract starts in January, and they're paying for the entire year up front. And we sprinkle in a bunch of extra goodies and bonuses to make that make that offer value much higher than what they're spending. But the key here is you're not discounting your training, you're actually just having them pay in full for the year and you're adding some incentives to do that. So that's the way we work backwards into our offers. And during our workshop, we Work with gyms, and this year we're going to probably have forty or fifty gyms on a webinar, and we're going to do this, and uh, we're going to hash out we're going to hash out everybody's offers. I'll give you some examples. I'll give you some some tips and tricks and things like how to position the price because price point means everything. Mm. Okay, and a lot of times uh, people will be like, "Well, I'll just charge 3,500. Well, maybe maybe it's thirty four ninety seven, and you offer X, Y, and Z. It makes it look like it's about six seven thousand dollars product. Mm. Uh, people. People automatically, and I would say this only you know, because we work with a lot of gyms in the U.S., they think, oh, we need to run a 50% off of our training to get any to buy. Now, it, in fact, last year alone in the gyms that we work, I have the number over here, $633,000 collected. So that's a million dollars in Australia, right? We've we, And we, that, those transactions happened Online, without any sales happening, like conversational sales, face to face, it was all done through email. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think our highest gem did sixty-five thousand dollars, and our average was eighteen, like eighteen five. So that's, close to that's twenty.
0: over the month, is it? Sixty-five thousand, or what are we? What are we talking there?
1: Over the over the campaign, which is about six days.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah,
1: six days. Now, something else about Black Friday is it, it. There's, it's so funny. Retailers in the U.S. are already marketing their Black Friday offers, and it's October
0: right now. When, when uh, uh, Sorry to be ignorant. When is Black Friday? When's the actual?
1: It's typically the it, well. It's always the Friday after Thanksgiving in the U.S. So Which for is- this year, this year it's on November twenty-sixth.
0: Uh, gotcha. So it's usually late November. Hmm,
1: And right. it's the kickoff to the Christmas shopping season. That's what it really, what it is. It's the kickoff. Now we, we open our cart the week before. Okay. So we're not going to start marketing this in October. We're actually going to start marketing in middle of November. Yeah. So we've got some time to, to create the campaigns and build everything. We've got the entire template down. We use a software called keep, which is our automation email provider. Um, it's all built out. So when somebody joins our workshop, they're paying basically for the whole thing. The, by the end of the workshop, we've got it ready, loaded, and ready to go. So it's it's a done with you kind of system, and it, and it works amazing, amazing.
0: Awesome. Okay.
1: So well, wait, hold on. So when Black Friday expires, it rolls right into Cyber Monday. So you've heard probably heard of Cyber Monday, right? Let's take a quick break.
2: right now.
0: Even that's even in Australia yeah. half the people probably don't. So do you no, want to give no, us no, a, no. a quick rundown on Cyber Monday? So Cyber Monday
1: was the online retailers uh version of Black Friday. Like hey, all these people are going out to the stores and buying stuff in person, well we're an online or a digital company, we we we're, we're claiming Cyber Monday as ours. So again, they Super Saturday, which is the in-between Friday. so it's, it's just an excuse to make money, to be honest with you. That's what it is. Cyber Monday.
0: Awesome. All right. Cool. Now, so a couple of things with that. If you're interested in this, head over to the show notes. You'll see the details for Tim's workshops, both options. Um, do you want me to give a summary of that, Tim, just to make sure we've all got it here? Go ahead. Yeah. I'll we'll, okay, we'll keep chiming cool. in if you want. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Let me think of where to start with this. All right. Let's start at the end. Let's start with the offer. So I like what Tim's saying here where he's saying, don't discount, but add value because it it, like, if you do that properly, it almost can seem like a 50%. Like, let's just, I'm just going to throw something out there as an example, right? Let's say you run a, a boot camp over here in Australia and it's 50 bucks a week. That's probably a pretty standard sort of thing over here. Instead of saying, you know, Hey, well, there's two things, right? Firstly, go with your longest package. So if you usually sell a 12-week bootcamp for 50 bucks a week, okay, don't sell your 12-weeker, make it your 12-monther, you know, and whatever that is, maybe that's 40 bucks a week for the year or whatever it is, um, and then make it a paid in full. So that way you're getting cash in the hand and now that i'm starting to get my head a bit more around black friday it's the sort of thing where people are expecting to open their email i'm guessing it's like right it's black friday let me open up my email let me open every single these ones that are it's the only day you probably check your junk mail right let me go and Mm -hmm. check my junk mail let me make sure i haven't missed any good ones right you've probably got your credit card ready and you're probably like, you know what? I wanted to join a gym next year anyway. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it now and get a better deal. So let me have a scroll through all of these here. And they're probably ready to pay for the year up front. So we can go for that there. But instead of saying, instead of saying, right, it's usually 50 bucks a, a week, you're gonna get it for 25 bucks a week. Maybe we can say, hey, it's 50 bucks a week, and you also get my online program, which is usually $20 a week, you know, and you also get my, um, nutrition, uh, thing that I give you as well, whether it's the the recipe a week or whether it's the, um, the guidelines, you know, whatever it may be there. Um, and you also get, um, a free skipping rope or, or whatever it is. Yep. And yep. You, you know, you also get my motivation stuff that I send over as well, you know, and you also get this free bonus session that only black or whatever it is, right? What can we add on there? So when you're doing up the total, it's like, right, you get your your boot camp sessions which are 50 bucks a week. You get your online program which is 25 bucks a week. You get your nutrition stuff which is 25 bucks a week. You get this other thing which is 25 bucks a week. So here's this thing that's worth $100 a week and you're getting it for just 50 bucks a week. So in a way, you're still giving a 50% discount, but you're getting the exact same well the client the the prospect sees it as a fifty percent discount, but from your side of things, you're making just as much revenue as you would anyway. And ideally the things you're giving away aren't costing you any money or time. It's the online program that's very li- that's ideally already done for you. And then maybe there's a few of them. You know, you get my at-home program, you get my core strengthening program, you get my stretching program, all the the done-for-you sort of programs adding on there. Does that summarize that point, Tim?
1: You nailed it. Perfect. I couldn't have said it better myself.
0: Well, when you were saying that, I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm adding up, adding up, adding up. Cool. All right. So, So we've got that part there. So I think that's a good message for everyone listening. Get out a piece of paper and just write, okay, how can I make this offer as valuable as possible without me costing me money or time and let me spread it out to a year so I get the most thing there. There's my Black Friday offer. So I love that side of things there. Now let's go to even to the very start. So such a good point with the email side of things because, and I'm a Facebook guy, right? One of my biggest marketing forms is is my Facebook group, but I make sure that I've also got my email. Everyone in my Facebook group should also be on the email list as well. So I think it is just good practice for everyone listening where it's like, even if your major thing is Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, have that email list even as a backup like today. So me and Tim are the same here and we don't know when Facebook's going back up, right? Me and Tim could have had a special planned next week and if our whole marketing was, oh, I'll do a Facebook live on Monday, and then a Facebook post on Tuesday, and then a you know joint live on Wednesday, you're gone, right? But yep. no dramas if you got an email list, you know. Okay, Facebook, no dramas. You know that means people will actually check their email today, even better, right? <laughs> <So> <laughs>
1: even we better. can
0: We can do that there, uh, and. Yeah. I like what Tim said. Where and especially like it's just good practice anyway, right? Even if you miss the the Black Friday, hey, work for next year's Black Friday. Spend this whole year just building your list, building your list, building your list. Uh, but you say in that time of recording this anyway, it's fifth of October. You know, spend the next couple months building your list, building your list, building your list, building your list. If anything, it's just a good backup plan. There, uh, you also mentioned text and voice. Tim, is that like a backup as well? Is it emails the major thing? But hey, let's also send out a text message or a voice as well. Is that how that works?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. You can get away with a lot more on emails without pissing people off. But yeah. if you start blasting their cell phone in their hands, everything's, you know, then you got to be really sensitive. When you have people's phone numbers, treat it with respect. You know, yeah. don't blast every day. So we we probably do a third of the text messages. Mostly like, hey, just want to let you know the Black Friday sale's live. Black Friday sales getting ready to close. And then last chance, we're not going to say hey, do the same things we're going to do with the email. The email is going to tell a longer story. We can even write more in there anyway, but yeah, yeah you got to be really careful with, uh, with the text messaging and voicemail. Uh, we use, we use uh, voicemail broadcasting, which is basically your phone ring. It doesn't ring. You see that you missed a call. And then in a moment, you'll get a voicemail, which will be my voice saying, Hey, uh, just want to let you know, we got a big Black Friday sale coming up. I shot you an email over earlier today. Just want to make sure you saw it uh, and stay tuned. I'll give you a call, you know, when, when the cart gets open. Uh, people freak out. They've never seen, they've seen email marketing. They've seen text message marketing, but voicemail broadcast marketing is very underutilized and people still think it's genuine yeah. where email marketing, they know it's automated voicemail, and you can get the voice inflection, right? If I'm excited on the phone, yeah. hey, I'm so pumped to call you. Sorry, I missed you. But you got to get in on this deal. I'm really excited to share it with you. Um, card opens on Monday morning, whatever it is. That goes a long way.
0: Wow. I've never heard of that, to be honest. What's the, uh, can I ask the company you use for that? The software. Yeah, we use a company
1: called Sly, S-L-Y, Broadcast, Sly Broadcast. And I have a code if you wanted to get 100 free credits when you Let's sign up. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get uh, that okay. off you, and I'll put that in the show notes too. Uh, okay. I'm assuming that it can also be done in Australia?
1: I'm not 100% sure. I think so. There's other ones out there that exist. Um, if Sly, Sly Broadcast is clean. It works with Zapier. It's very, very user-friendly. Um, I will have, if there's other ones out there, if you look for voicemail broadcasting uh, software, I'm sure, you know, if it doesn't work in Australia, then there's others out there.
0: Awesome. Okay, great. That makes sense there. Uh, and then the final thing I thought was really clever was getting the buy-in from people and asking what they're interested in. Cause it's kind of like you got two options. You can just try and guess yourself and be like, yeah, I think this will be a a sick option. And you're 50-50 at best, you know, and especially most people listening to this probably aren't expert marketers, right? It's probably like, cool, I love fitness is my major thing, you know, and I know to run my business, I need to be okay at marketing. So you can try and guess or copy what someone else does or, you know, whatever it may be, and you've probably got a 50-50 chance. But with Mm -hmm. Tim's system, to simplify it, it sounds like you're essentially saying, correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, but you're essentially saying, hey guys, tell me what you want. And then the next week, you're essentially selling them what they want, <laughs> not yeah. what you think they want, what they <laughs> specifically told you they want. Is is that in, in a nutshell? Yeah, more or less. By the time those
1: emails go out, our, our good, better, best packages are already created. But when we send that email out, we're definitely looking to make adjustments. If all you're getting is, I want personal training one-on-one and you don't offer that. Yeah. In, I mean, maybe you offer it as a service, but you don't offer that in your packages, then you better start changing stuff. But yes... Uh, most of the time, what they ask for is what you've already figured out is what they're going to want anyway. Um, it's just to, to, you know, reconfirm, but you do get some extra weird stuff in there. Hey, you know, I really want to work with, uh, uh, you know, for sports performance or stretch therapy or nutrition's big, right? I, wanna, I want nutrition built into this thing. So maybe one of the bonuses is, is uh, like meal planning and stuff like that. But Yes, you will absolutely adjust your offers if you're off the mark ahead of time
0: awesome and then on top of that we've got the reciprocity system which is basically if you've asked someone you know hey what would you want to see in there they've told you what it is and then the next week they get an email saying that's what's in there they're sort of going to be like oh shit you know tim put this thing in just for me man i'm going to be a bit of an asshole if i don't if i don't sign up now if i told him to put it in and he, and he didn't put it in there's a bit of that going on as well is that right
1: Yeah, it is. Absolutely. That's human nature, right? We're playing with uh, psychology. We're playing with all of it, right? So urgency, scarcity, psychology, um, you know, it it builds into a massive campaign. And and the thing I can't stress enough is you can do this with no paid advertising. If you Mm -hmm. you know what to say and you, you, you create your packages correctly, Look, where uh, where on else can you you generate 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 dollars in a span of two to three or four days? Because it usually happens right in the beginning and right at the end. If you Mm -hmm. cut the middle of it out, 90% of the sales are happening across two days. You may get a bunch of sales in the beginning, a little crickets, and then everybody buys at the end. Again, human nature, right? It's it's, uh, urgency comes into play at the end. Um, And not spend a dollar on marketing. About a dollar i mean you've already spent the money by getting the list right but that it doesn't happen like this is one of those times of the year you can just nail it nail it nail it it's 100 profit let's take a quick break hey quick question for you are you someone who wants to be fit healthy and happy
0: Love that. So I think everyone listening, especially if you're in Australia, get on this now before everyone else is. Over in the States, great. You've got to have this awesome offer, but you're probably competing against a few other local gyms as well. Here in Australia, you could be the only person doing it. Um, Well, actually, just one more thing I want to touch on. The good, better, best. So is that in terms of like the pricing where you're saying, right, the first email you send out is your most expensive thing. Then maybe a couple of days later, it's a, a tweaked offer. That's you know, maybe whatever a six-month one or it's not as expensive. And then maybe the last one is a is a lower end offer. Is that what that we were referring no, to with the not, good-
1: not quite? When they hit the offer page, they're gonna see all three.
0: You oh, see all gotcha.
1: Three right okay. Yeah, we'll tell you that once those the time runs out on those three, we wipe it clean and we re- The way our system works is when the timer runs out, it automatically changes the page to the Cyber Monday offer. Gotcha. The Cyber Monday offer, we're going for the lowest price stuff. So gotcha. seven day trial for 20 bucks or something very, very low risk because we tried the home run. They didn't take action for what, you know, some people did, some people didn't. All right, let's, let's go for the low, low stuff. Let's go for a week or 30 days only uh, just to get them in. Why, you know, why not?
0: Yeah, wow, that's such a good system. I love that. Um, awesome. All right, cool. So, Tim, that's given us a really good picture there. Thanks for that. There's just a couple questions I like to finish up with. The first one revolves around mentors. So, you're obviously a, a mentor out there for. Did I read? Is that right? Seven hundred and fifty gym owners you've helped.
1: Uh, more way more than that now. Yeah, probably, you're probably looking at some old stats, but yeah, we're in the thousands. But What we used to do to what we do now is completely different. So back in 2015 through probably 17, 18, we were, you know, one of a few uh, funnel builders, you know, ad, you know, agencies. We had um, at any given time, we would have 50 to 80 gyms that we were actively managing and running their campaigns where we would build the ads, of course, the offers, of course, but the automation behind it. The funnels that go with it, and we would actually, again, just like Black Friday, we, instead of driving leads, we drove sales. We we got the people to purchase online. So by the time we delivered them to the gym, they already paid. They already paid. There's nothing to do. You just got to service them and keep them. Yeah. That's how we started. We shifted gears around eighteen nineteen. I you know I'd have to look at the calendar. Strictly coaching systems automation because I would tell you this, Jono, that I was helping gyms year after year thousands and thousands of, of new leads and purchases. And then a year later, they're in the same exact boat as they were the year before. I need more leads. I need every... So what I was doing wasn't solving the problem. They had bigger problems in their business. That's where I focus, which is, I, you know, I push away a lot of business people still looking for leads. I'm done with that game. I'm here to help the gym owners actually win and create an operation that, that fulfills their lifestyle. Right. I, I, don't, I have my gym, but I'm only needed here four hours a week at most. If I'm even needed at all, I can leave for three months and the place would probably do better without me, to be honest, <laughs> out of the way. Uh, but so we started into the coaching and I'm really big into systems and automation. And we still run pretty, you know, big like Black Friday, big campaigns every so often we do workshops where I show you how to do it. I don't do it for you anymore. I, sh- I give it to you.
0: Awesome. Okay. And I'm going to put the links to Tim's website, all his social media down below. So even if you don't do the Black Friday special, you can still work with him from there. Um, So Tim, my question to you, who have your biggest mentors been over the years? And if you can answer this in a few different ways, if you could give us your biggest paid mentor, so someone you've paid cash to to do their coaching program or whatever, uh, your biggest unpaid mentor. So you haven't paid them, but you listen to their podcast, you watch their YouTube video, read their blog, whatever it may be. uh, And a book that you recommend every gym owner, studio owner, personal trainer should read if they want to grow their fitness business. So paid, unpaid, and book.
1: Okay. So I've got two paid guys that I'm I'm still paying one. I paid one a while back that had a big influence. So the first guy that I paid uh, was Russell Brunson, who's the founder of ClickFunnels, somebody that I, I, I went right to the top of his you know ascension ladder. I was in his uh, inner circle. I think it was $50,000 a year. I've spent a couple of years, then he shut it down. Um, and there was a couple months to maybe a year where I wasn't with anybody. Uh, and now I'm with uh, Todd Brown, which is his top one, which is uh, he's just a straight marketer. He's a marketing expert. He does all businesses, mostly digital businesses, but um, he's got a paid group that's, you know, $35,000 a year. It's not, it's no, you know, pocket change or anything. But what I found was when I spend the money, I make the most gains. If I'm, if I'm doing a hundred dollar a month program, I'm going to get a hundred dollars worth of value. I'm not going to get 50, 60,000, you know, of value. So with Russell's group, I made my money back in the first meeting. I, I did what he said. We turned around and ran some webinars. We made a hundred grand. It paid for the two years I was in his thing, whatever. For Todd Brown, the first time I met with him, I paid him $12,500 for eight hours. I wow. flew out to his business for one meeting. I cut him a check for twelve five. We fixed all the problems that I was facing. I went there for one specific reason. It turned around and it ended up being our number one most profitable campaign coming out of that meeting. So I made all my money back. So. It's a direct one-to-one. Like, I paid this guy, I make money, I mm-hmm. go, you know what I mean? So yeah. never lost money on on picking the right guys or girls, for, for be, you know what I mean? So those are my two probably paid mentors that I have paid the most. Unpaid mentor, Tim Lyons Sr. This is my father. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that is an entrepreneur by blood. I've watched, you know, obviously grew up with him running his own companies, and I just followed his lead on all kinds of stuff. Um, still, Great friends today, we still talk all the time we go shoot guns, we barbecue together
0: we uh, we, we can't do that in Australia either hey,
1: <laughs> I, I know I know all the laws out there, but yeah especially out here in Arizona it's like the wild west where uh, you know cowboys are just riding with shotguns on their back out here but uh, yeah he he's I just I mean I grew up in an entrepreneurial household so 100% percent risk taker. Um, Follow your dreams, bet on yourself, all that good stuff came from my father. Uh, Best book. Okay. So, the book that changed my mind about business was Cash Flow Quadrant. I think I might, I probably have it on the shelf over here. Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. It's how, it's your relationship with how you earn money. And if you're a young entrepreneur and coming out of the traditional education systems that are worldwide, you're being taught to be an employee most of the time, even in business school and business courses and business, you know, traditional sense. You're gonna go work in somebody's business or in the business world, but you're not gonna own the business. There is nothing out there in the traditional sense that teaches people to become entrepreneurs and run their own show. So the cash flow quadrant opened my eyes like holy cow. Here's my mom, who's a school teacher obviously an employee. And then here's my dad who was a business owner, but he was kind of straddling the line between self-employed and business owner. Mm. And if you read the book, there's a big difference between the two. And then there's investor, which is, you know, kind of the next phase of what I'm getting into now is, you know, commercial real estate and things like that. So if you're a young entrepreneur, you're coming out. And I think I started my gym when I was 29. So I was
0: 29. So just a couple of years ago then, right?
1: Yeah, forty two now. I've <laughs> got gray hair and beard, and I'm lucky I have any hair to be honest with you. Um, but I read it, and I was like, okay, now I know every decision I need to make is to not become self-employed, but be, become a business owner. And that's really what we do. That's what we teach in our coaching programs at Profit is that transition, you know. And just for those of you listening, like, well, I thought, I thought I was a business owner. Well. If you are the person that needs to do the work in order to generate the revenue, then you are self-employed, not a true business owner. A business owner would own the business, the business owns the systems, and the systems generate the revenue. And that's a big difference because it basically it's your time. Am I involved or am I not to make the money? That's that's really the, the line in the sand.
0: Love that. Love you mentioned that book. It's the same book. So I read both of them together, Rich yeah. Dad, Poor Dad. And yep. cash flow quadrant. At the time, I was running a fitness boot camp. Pretty mm. much me, right? I had a couple trainers, but it was me. I was self-employed, right? I thought I was a business owner, but I right. wasn't. I was self-employed, right. right? The way I look at it is, um, the business needs to run a hundred percent without you. Like Tim mentioned earlier, he can go away for three months, and the business will probably go better because he's not sticking his nose in and micromanaging and whatever, right? So that's what you want as a business owner. If you don't have that. Technically, you don't run a business; you own a job, which is probably which is better. It's better than being an employee. It's um can be better than being an employee, but it's not really running a business. Once I made that, because and also there's a lot of pass- talk about passive income in that book, right? Once I read that book, that's when I started to switch to my online education um, company, where it was like, all right, how? And now I'm just at the stage where, like Tim, it runs without me right? I can go away and it runs without me. Um, and also invest in property as well. And these is like, it's taken me years to get to this, right? Um, but now it's the stage where it's like, great, I've got passive income coming in from the investments. I've got a business that runs without me now. And like Tim as well, now he's got two businesses, because he's got his gym business that runs without him. And then he's got his um, coaching business as well. Right. And I'm guessing that's going to be the same. It'll get to the point where that's going to run without Tim and he might run another one, you know, and then another one. And then if you do it, I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. I don't know how much businesses that guy runs, but he does it because he's got a business and then, okay, how can I make it a business? So I'm not there. Cool. Then let me get another one. And then it's endless. But if Mm -hmm. you, if you're self-employed, you can't do it. You're, You're working in the business. So Awesome books. But anyway, we're getting a bit, bit off topic here and I want to be sensitive of, of your time. Tim, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover. Is there anything I should have asked you but didn't? Or is there anything you want to finish us off with?
1: Yes, I'm going to throw something out at you because I have a friend out in uh, Melbourne there that that asked me to, to come speak to the Australians that are dealing with this massive uh, lockdown situation. And, and I wanted to tell everybody out there that we've kind of gone through it a little bit we're open now and I think you've kind of been open and closed but you're, you're you're thinking about things right now and you're like it's it's doomsday and I can understand that when you're in it when when you're looking from the outside I'll tell you this people are eventually once you open up let's just say you do open up we have to assume that you will open back up we can't just say be closed forever the whole country will be done right so we have to assume at some point, the the restrictions will be lifted and people are going to start coming back in your gym, be ready because people are sick and tired of being at home, working on their Pelotons, working on video. They're ready to get back in person and don't be afraid to be that person that raises your hand and blows the doors off and we're open and we're full capacity and just, it will be okay. You just have to get there. And so that's just my word of encouragement to everybody listening in Australia that, Believe it or not, we've actually, we're better now than we were pre-COVID in many, many situations. People, what you're learning to do in this time is cut expenses, run leaner, run a skeleton crew, get rid of all those double, triple subscriptions, figure out what services you can run for the most profit in the least amount of time. And check in payroll. There's all these things you're doing now, or you should be doing. And when you come out of this, you're going to be a lean machine and people are going to come back in because they're sick and tired of being told what to do. They want to, they want to get back
0: out and get back to normal and it will happen. Love that. Thanks for that. And there's, I'll, I'll piggyback off that. Cause there's so much good points there as well. Like if you can get through like anything in life, if you can get through the tough times, you're going to be better on the other side of it whatever it is, a tough relationship, a you know um, a tough business side of things, fitness, right? How do you get fitter? You push through the, the tough times and then you come out of it better and stronger on the other side and then the next time it's easier and you, you just keep growing like that's what growth is that w- that's what life is, right? And I right. think the other advantage to that as well is if you can if you can get through this, a lot of the people that aren't as good in lack of a better word as good as you are going to drop off. Same thing with fitness, right? You're running a marathon. If you can just get through that those tough points where 90% of other people will give up, you end up stronger on the other side and winning. Same thing with business, right? If there's 10 business owners, all of them are doing it tough, but five of them manage to push through and then five of them drop off because they can't compete. Hey, when you both open back up, you're not competing against nine other people. There's only four other people there. So there's that side um, of it as well. And then, yeah, just because I'm in Sydney, we're still, we come out of lockdown on Monday. I can't wait to spend my money. I'm Mm. just, I'm Googling, like, it's almost a shame. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. What do I want to do? Do I want to get a personal trainer? Do I want to do martial arts? Do I want to do hit? Let me go and Google all these different places. Some of them don't even have their timetable up yet. And I'm like, man, I'm ready to go, Nick. Like Monday, I'm going to go up and and sign up for a place, but I need to see your timetable and and all that, you know? So that's
1: I would tell people because right now Facebook's down, I would go double, triple down on Google. When we we came out of our first and second shutdowns, we were heavy in Google and we got probably 80% of our clients from Google. Be there, be first. People are going to be searching like crazy. Like you, like they're searching. So be there right when they're searching and you're going to be in great shape. Yeah, good tip. Awesome.
0: All right, Tim, uh, thanks very much for your time. All
1: right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au.
2: fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalised meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionised their business with Mealzy. Visit our website at www.mealzy.com and sign up today. Mealzy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.